Yeah, everyone's asking about the Mr. Irrelevant. And what I've got my sights set on is Mr. Irrelevant. When I first got it, you're thinking, man, Mr. Irrelevant. I don't want to be that guy. We're back on Mr. Irrelevant, the NFL Podcast Weekly Edition on Brooklyn Rebound Podcast feed. And uh, complicated as usual. But if you're listening to this, you're in the right spot. Hopefully you're subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound. Hopefully, you know, you've checked out me and Podnam's recent uh, Eastern Conference and Western Conference NBA preview. And our ball banter and everything like that. But it's sniffle football talk right now. It's week nine. It's me, Apadru, and it's my two boys who's jumping in first this week. What's going on, guys? Cheesehead Marv. Uh, just, you know, I'm just happy to be here. What's up? It's your boy, Eric E-Nam, a.k.a. Young, kissing your sister. Because there have been so many ties in the NFL this week. Yeah, young, s- young, can, I, can I just make it a little more concise? <laughs> Go for it. How about young sister kissing? All right. We'll end from Arkansas, so. Sounds to be expected, is that what you're saying? Had I a you sister, it, it is us. to be expected. Okay, no sister for you, though. What about kissing cousins is also a thing. Is that not for ties, too, or that's a different thing? We don't talk about that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, move from Arkansas. Now, Mark, you said you're, you're just happy to be here. I'm just happy to be here, man. Did uh, something happen, like, over, over the, the weekend, like a life yeah. or death experience? Or what? The fucking Packers lost. Oh, okay, uh, right. And the last, oh, God, it was rough. We moved the ball. I thought we would win. I'm just bummed. Right. I mean, I guess we can go right into what happened in Week 8 via our picks, our, our weekly picks contest, Ugh. where uh, I I went out and, you know, we go on islands, meaning one person against the other two for the pick, for the uninitiated. For example, Marv, you went on uh, bullets, as we like to call them, or dead skins, whatever you want to call it, island. Uh and ended up that, that that London game was ended in a tie, just alluded to by Eric a minute ago. But so that island would be unsuccessful because you need yeah. to get the win. You got to get the win. Now to contrast, I went out on Falcons Island against the Packers. Your Packers, you and Eric took pack. They lost, so I got the jump on you on that one. Last second lost. And uh, as yeah, it was a good game though. Um, which is a rare thing these days in the NFL. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, not really a good game, but another big island picked by me in Week 8. The Panthers Island was also successful over those Cardinals. And uh, that's really how I ended up winning the Week 8-4. to 8-4-1, eight, rather. Uh, Eric, you were 6-6-1. Six, six Mark, you were 5-7-1. It's funny, man. I, I was listening back to the show last week, and my argument for the Panthers is exactly what happened. And then I just... No, I'm like and no. Going against it, no, huh? yeah, I was like no, I'm going Cardinals. It's. Well, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like was that like we were because we didn't count a uh, point counterpoint for that. Yeah. Uh, another segment with that will be coming up shortly as well. Um, but I felt like we were me and you argued a little bit over that one last week. Was that not the case? No. So I had the Panthers and I uh, spoke about how they have Jonathan Stewart back and how they beaten this the course of Carson Palmer and then I went against it. Uh, just saying how I don't like this Panthers defense, and they still have Derek, Derek Johnson and the 
Whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't want right. to talk about it. Well, listen back to week eight if you haven't for that scintillating discussion. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, it's, what, it's on week nine. So d- regrets-wise about the week, I thought I could have even done better. I mean, I also went Browns Island over the Jets, which wasn't a terrible pick for an upset. They almost won, but lost by three. Um, there was one game we all went the same, which was Detroit-Houston. In hindsight, I'm kind of regretting not going Houston. It, it, like, it made sense there. Detroit, yeah. I've been uh-huh. riding for a while. Then I was off them, and they kept winning. Then I got back on them, and they lost here. I, I don't know. They're a hard team to figure out for me this year. But Houston, for some reason, just wins at home, even though Osweiler still sucks and everything. God, he <laughs> does suck. And, he uh, does. I don't know. Is there any other big games from Week 8 you guys want to mention? Or? I don't know. Was there? Oh, I mean, I guess... I was too busy watching the World Series. I'm yeah, I mean, the World Series, um, Game 5, which I don't know if I want to get into all this right now. Unfortunately, it didn't go uh, my way on that one. But, uh, yeah, I guess there was m- maybe a football game on around the same time. <laughs> uh, ratings-wise, you know, you wouldn't know because apparently uh, Sunday Night Football got trashed in the ratings this week, despite having a good game, I guess. Yeah, a real good game. Um, yeah. I'm really excited about what's happening with, with my Dallas Cowboys. I'm really excited about beating the team with the league's best defense. Again, yeah, I barely watched any of this game, but flipped flipped to it once in a while. But uh, I did see the end of the, how the game ended, where, speaking of islands, I, I think uh, Jason Witten was on one of his own there, just Damn. all alone in the Literally, ocean. That's zone. a savvy veteran move. No one was even in sight in the camera. <laughs> Screen your defender with another <laughs> defender. Classic. Yeah, the, the two Eagles defenders hit each other and fell down, basically, kind of. Was that what happened? Uh, yeah, he just ran his guy. Um, he was, like, skating along the goal line. He just ran his guy into the path of a safety who was coming up to jump, I think, Beasley's route. So just is what it is. Uh, the safety tripped over at the, I guess, linebacker who was covering Witten. And he just ended up being alone in the end zone, which right, so. is how you win football games. With the rest of the game there, what fell us in a little bit more since we were watching baseball? Like, what? How did it get to that point? Um, Dak didn't look as sharp as he has before. Uh, that I'm going to attribute to that Eagles defense, which is fucking scary. We had we had the ball with a chance to like drive down, kick a field goal, and just win. And they blitzed seven or eight guys on three straight downs, and he did not have a chance to uh, get the ball out. So we're a little vulnerable, I guess, to that kind of balls-out blitzing, even though we have the best O-line in the league. Uh, So that worries me a little going forward, especially playing these great defenses like uh, Minnesota in the playoffs. But... Great defenses like the Browns. Minnesota might not right. make it with Jamie Collins. Minnesota the might not make it to the playoffs. Yeah, they might not be making it. Yeah, oh, by the way, yes, that... Uh, a quick aside to Minnesota. Fuck Minnesota, man. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. They knocked me out of my survivor pool this week. Which I told you to I'm, I'm oh, really get the Pats it. already. I, I, I couldn't. I, I hate picking division games, but I I told you to pick the Cowboys. I heard my voice on record. Also a division game, though, and I felt more confident about the Vikings. I don't know why. They're not good on the road. North Turner. Uh, North Turner resigned, resigned today, by the way. Yeah. In favor of Pat Shermer now, who's not good. Norv Turner was either head coach or their O coordinator. Their OC. Okay. Their head coach is Zimmer, who's awesome, but that uh, offense. No, they are. Oh no, they're not in the bye. Yeah, so we'll talk about them. They're playing the damn lines, who are also frustrating to me. But yeah, mm. back to the the Cowboys. So it was a couple of concerns about blitzes, but overall. yeah, just as soon as we got back into overtime and could actually run, like run running plays, they had nothing for Zeke. Uh, they didn't have anything for Zeke all game. They never have anything for Dez. Russ Cole times the flat circle Beasley. 
continue so to, to do his thing. To, to bring Mr. Mix up our competition into it, uh, weekly touchdown pickers for our teams. My, one of mine is the Cowboys, and Zeke did not find Once his again. way to the end zone. So I came up empty there. I think um, there was, again, only one touchdown correctly uh, score correctly picked this week, which was you picked Isaiah Crow on the Browns. I did do happen. that. You're still in the lead in Mr. Mix-Up, 16-25. I'm still in second, 12-47. And all I got was the Zeke Elliott and Dallas rookie yards. So one other random cowboy got like eight yards for me. Uh, I, I don't even remember who at this point. Swaim, I think his name, something like that. Sure. Um, and then Marv Ura, still in third, but closing in, 10-26. So nice. Correct a lot of John Howard points this week, or Jordan Howard, rather. Both you guys are still on the Cubs and Tribe getting points, which ends today. The gravy trying ends today. Fair enough. It's fair game enough. seven. I'm freaking out about it, but I'm pressing on. We're talking football, not baseball, but yeah, I bet I, I bet you're out. freaking out after you guys gave up that homer with the bases loaded yesterday. It's also known as a it's grand called slam, a grand slam. But <laughs> I would rather say it the other way. I don't. Baseball season's well, over. I don't know what you want. I, the game was about was already really bad before that when it was three nothing. Um. But either way, uh, there's 15 more points out there for the playoff team. And if a Tribe wins the World Series, you get those 15, Eric. If the Cubs do it, Marv, you get those 15. And um, For you your know, sake, I don't even want the 15 points. Thank you. And if you do end up getting those 15 at my funeral, you can give a little <laughs> speech where you I mention will. how benevolent I was to come up with this game in the Absolutely. first place. Absolutely. And uh, you'll be in second place in Misters then, probably eventually, if I... Well, no, I, in, in my absence, you know, after my death, you can keep calculating my points, but... It's, it's in, in your honor, I will do that. Thank you. I mean, is there... Realistically, maybe I will stay alive just to keep this podcast going because this is pretty fun every week. We have a good time. I mean, yeah. but if you guys do blow it, I mean, the karma of like the whole Golden State blowing three-one finals to the Cavs. Yeah, everyone making fun of it for months now, and then if the freaking Indians yeah. blow three-one, well, you you know what did it? Le- LeBron had like three-one lead all over his, his Halloween, Halloween party. party. Yeah, he had like. And cake, it was not in cake reference toppings. to the Indians, but still, no. uh, but still, yes. He had cake toppings with tombstones for Stephen Clay. <laughs> so, I, I've seen this out there. Uh, who do you want to throw out the first pitch tonight? I don't fucking care, man. If you have to pick someone, if you have to pick the wild thing, LeBron James, or an old Indians player. I'd rather have LeBron, because I guess Can because... Can someone I, this, from Bone Thugs not do it? What? Uh, crazy Bond's unavailable, but um, <laughs> the... I mean, LeBron obviously is like is Cleveland. I mean, at this point, he got us the cha- our championship, and that's another reason to to keep not kill myself too. We still have the Cavs. Right. So. Well, Charlie Machine that, tweeted out that he, I saw that, but I don't a think picture of a bag. He could just be coming saying, to <laughs> saying, "Don't worry, Cleveland, I'm coming to the rest." <laughs> I don't believe land. I'm coming. <laughs> he had the Joe Boo statue. He had like. Rum and other stuff in his bag. Oh, so apparently he is going to be at the game. Whether he's able to throw out the first pitch, I don't know. Unclear. I thought I heard something about Jim Tomey maybe doing it, which fine. But I sort of forgot Charlie Sheen was still alive. He's the answer to that question, right? I want LeBron to throw out the first pitch. Eh. Yeah, I mean I think that's the best for our uh, our, th- our karma for the game. Well, so you're you're for Charlie Sheen doing it? Obviously. Wow, <laughs> is Tom Berenger going to show up too and catch it, or what are we talking? Here? I don't know that we need all that. Okay. Yeah, all right. But, yeah, so let's distract me from more of that talk, though. Yeah, that was Mr.'s mix-up. Let's just talk Thursday night football because that's, you know, scintillating. Second time I've used that word today. Best night of football of the week, right? 
Yeah. Which jerseys will the teams wear? How ugly will it be? That's kind of the thing we get into. I'm all in on the color rush jerseys. So I think the Bucks are going to be creamsicle, probably. That's, Ooh, what, that's yeah. what I would imagine. Okay. Right? I like the Bucks old creamsicle jerseys. Not with the whole pants and everything. If they do that, this color rush thing. But I like the old. Um, I think those look good. The old creamsicle ones they used to wear when they were. Yeah, I mean, really and, terrible. And the Falcons, I, I don't know if they were something. I, I'm not sure to be honest. Well, so Falcons and Bucks. The Bucks uh, blew a game to the Raiders, which we all picked the Raiders, right? Or no, you were on Bucks Island, Marv. That's a, that's your extra loss. There. Yeah, we, and, and again they lost. Clo- it was another close loss. The, yeah, it went into overtime, and the Raiders gave up the most penalty yards ever, ever given out, and the Bucks still lost. <laughs> Two hundred, yeah. And now they were without Jaquiz Rogers, um, so now their their committee. Well, you were touting last week. Yeah, now their committee is Antoine Smith and a guy called Peyton Barber. I don't know who these guys are. A guy it's just called Peyton, Peyton Manning. <laughs> what is it? Did, did, did Peyton Manning and Rondé Barber like these It's Peyton Manning. Oh they God. wanted to get back in the NFL. Yeah, it's pretty bad. The, right. the Falcons color rush uniform is red. All red. Oh, just yeah, that makes sense. So. Nice. And uh, so are you still, are you off the Bucks this week, Marv? You learned your lesson. Are you still? No, I'm off of these guys for now. I think it'll be a high-scoring game, but I'm off of these guys. I'm going Falcons. Falcons after they dispatched your cheeseheads. Are you yeah. feeling the same, Eric? Yeah, I'm off of the Bucks because they're a bad team and the Falcons are a good team. That's... Yeah, no, no Bucks Island for me either. I mean, just an entertaining game would be nice. Maybe some offense going. Falcons like to bring that. I mean, if the Bucks win, they're still in it. They're they'll be four and four, and the Falcons will be five and four. So, they're they're this is their season essentially. So Probably. they'll be playing for something at least. All right. Anything else about this game? No, not at all. Is Tevin no. Coleman playing? He's on my fantasy team. I'm not telling you because I play you oh, on fantasy. Oh, Coleman, I don't know. It's my other league. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Exactly. Know, right. I'm playing you this week. Don't tell him anything. This is against the rules. When you said you're playing you, you're talking about talking to, to young uh, kissing sister over there. Right? Yes, yes, young kissing sister. Young sister kissing. There you go. YSK. Let's open up a little point counterpoint in the next game between young sister kisser and Sham. That's going to be 1 o'clock New York time on Sunday. Those Philadelphia Eagles at the New York Giants. Marva, we'll, we'll let Eric have his favorite team to counterpoint. So <laughs> why, why are the Eagles going to roll in and get, uh, you know, after their loss in Dallas, why will they win in Jersey? So their defense is legitimate. Even with that loss in, in overtime to the Cowboys, they're legit crew. They cause some turnovers on a team that doesn't turn the ball over. So you would imagine that this week against a Giants team that <laughs> usually all they do is turn the ball over, they should have some success. Also, Carson Wentz, although he's come back down to earth a little bit, he's still protecting the ball enough where I think he can do some things against his Giants uh, defense that, you know, it's pretty run-of-the-mill. It's uh, really not that impressive. Darren Sproles looks really good for the Eagles right now. It seems that they're leaning more on him instead of Ryan Matthews, which may be a good thing because Ryan Matthews tends to be kind of brittle and break really easily. So maybe they're saving him for, for later on in the season. And it's a division game. You never know. The Eagles have gone in the Giants stadium time and time again and won plenty of games. Um, wacky things could happen. And this is for the playoffs. These are two teams that are right on the bubble. Uh, the Eagles as a young team, I'm sure they're you know hearing how this is this could be their season right here. If they lose to the Giants, drop to 4-4, four and four, that'll take them out of the playoff picture. I think this is pretty big. So I, I think the Eagles will come out playing for something and take it. Okay. What about 
your Giants, Eric. So the Giants defense that Marvin uh, just mentioned was a little uninspiring. They're actually ranked 10th by defensive efficiency. Granted, the Eagles defense is first, but they're going up against the offense, not the defense. The Eagles defense is ranked 23rd by efficiency. Uh, Excuse me, the Eagles offense is ranked 23rd by efficiency. So there's a little bit of a gap there. Granted, they were able to move the ball against the Cowboys, not known for our defense this year. It would be fun if the two defenses just played each other. That yeah, I could see that. I could see that going well. I could see that being really fun. So they were able to move the ball a little bit on us, uh, and I think in some ways that they won't be able to against the Giants. Uh, I know that Darren Sproles was able to leak out of the backfield and wreak havoc. I feel like the Giants, with those linebackers that they paid all that money for and those edge rushers, they're going to be able to shut some of that down. Uh, their corners are fine, I guess. Uh, the Eagles' offense has almost nobody on it other than Darren Sproles. Like, Nelson Aguilar, I'm not inspired by. It Jordan Matthews exist. seems like kind of a bust. Yeah, they, Carson Wentz has no uh, weapons, and he just got rocked in Dallas. Totally shaken. Ruined his confidence. Also, if the Eagles' defense can't stop, uh, Des Bryant, what chance do they have against old Dell Beckham? So you admit Odell is good? I admit Odell is good. He's okay. not the problem with the okay. Giants' offense. <laughs> All right. Just making sure. Gotcha. And, uh, yeah, okay, so that's the arguments for Eagles-Giants. Even though I think the Eagles are the better team, generally, I think I'm going to take the Giants here. Uh, off the bye, I do feel like they do a little, well, it's hard to tell a homer away for the Giants, but at least in division games, I feel like they do a little better at home. Yeah, like kind of what you're telling me about the Eagles' offense isn't making sense. Not a lot of weapons out there. Right, the right. One. Zach Ertz still around. What's he doing? He's I dead. Think. He's died. Yeah. yeah so done. no one's stepping up. He hasn't done anything. And uh, maybe uh, Eli comes out firing from the uh, the break and gets uh, those. You know, either other than Odell too. I mean, there's uh, decent pass catchers on the Giants if they get going. So l- let me have a New York on this one. Are you guys taking your Assigned points, or are you flip-flopping at all? I'm going Eagles. It's a Giants Island for me, then. Let me think about it. Fuck. <laughs> it's a tough game. Another tough one. Yeah, so the way we were able to beat the Eagles was uh, keeping keeping them honest by uh, having the best rushing attack in the league. The Giants do Don't not have that. have that. I'm going to take the Eagles. All right. Well, fair enough. So, Island's worked out for me last week. Hopefully it continues this week. This isn't going to be an island game. It's Cowboys on my Browns. Next. And, but no, before I go next right away. You guys got uh, Jamie Collins. I, that's right. We get we uh, swindled Belichick for oh, Jamie Collins. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> the what an idiot. He's never made any good trade, so it was, <laughs> was clear. But here's what I want to make this a little more interesting, if possible. So we, we already had the big bet. It was a whole episode based around between you and Marv with... Cowboys and Packers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Packers lost Marvel as you that bottle of liquor, which mm-hmm. we don't. You haven't purchased that yet. We haven't. No, I kind of forgot about that. Good to be honest, no. Well, here's yeah. your reminder because I think uh, to make this Browns Cowboys game more interesting, let's say what happen, what everyone thinks will happen, and the Browns lose, uh, which I think will happen too. <laughs> I'll, I'll just show you a shot at the bar, you know, shot on me. But if somehow the Cowboys blow it and give the Browns their first win of the season. The bottle that Marv has to get, I think, should be redirected from you over to me. You know what? I accept that. All I right. accept that. That's it's, a fair bet. The line is 10, so you'd have to bet a bottle to win a shot. I accept that. All right, so it makes sense. Perfect. All right, Definitely. so if a miracle happens on Sunday, then uh, the bottle's mine. Awesome. I'm hoping not, because I'm probably going to take the Cowboys in our eliminated pick in the office. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry. Uh, yeah, and uh, I think I'm going to be... 
as much as I hate to say this, I think the Cowboys are the most complete team in all of football. Could be. Think about it. Every team that has a great offense, their defenses are all shaky. The Falcons, the Patriots, the Packers, the who else? Uh, the Saints. All these offensive mm. juggernauts. Every defensive team has a shit offense. Word. The Seahawks, the Vikings, Vikings. the who, who's the other team? Uh, I would put the Eagles. The Eagles, another one. Yeah. You know, it's it's really strange. It's weird. The Cardinals, who you would think have both, have been kind of weak on the offensive side one week, and then, you know, the next week they'll give up 30 points to the Panthers. What about next game is Steelers at Ravens? What about Steelers if they had been back? Maybe if they were all healthy, but... It just seems that the Steelers, this happens every year to them. They also, get the injured. Steelers' defense is 25th by DVOA. They get injured every year. I, I don't mind their defense, but... So, so the Cowboys are 26th And you just said the Cowboys are known for their defense this year, but yeah, they have been playing really well. Rocking right above league average at 14th, and with the league's best offense, currently ranked second by right, DVOA. Yeah. You're, you're the most complete team. I had heard some people say yeah, we, that... Uh, I had heard some people saying that Tony Romo should get some burn in this game, just, since it's an easy opponent. I did hear that, too. What do you think about that? <laughs> Or should he just stay out until something happens to him? I love Tony Romo more than uh, most people in my family. I don't know that we need to disrupt what's happening here with the, with the deck attack. Is that, what, is that what got between you and your sister last time, an argument over Romo? Right, well, that and she sent me out of King's Landing, but... That's right, my hand. Can't have that. But, uh, yeah, so... Um... That woman is not my sister. <laughs> Alright, we're getting distracted. Here. Yeah, let's move on. Steelers, Ravens. So we, we all have Cowboys. You have yeah, to pick, yeah, you, you guys have to pick some Misters uh, mini. Oh, players. thanks for getting us back on track with yep. Misters mix up. Let me get. Uh, let's see who's gonna. Let, let me get Cole Beasley for them boys. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's the type of guy who'll beat the Browns. Mm-hmm. If I know my team, what uh, say you on the Cleveland side? McCown's playing. Yeah, it should be. Yeah. I mean, technically, I think Kessler will be back if they want to start him, so it's not 100% mm-hmm. sure. Corey Coleman also back for the Browns should be. Who the one game, he played two games before getting hurt. The second, yeah. the second of those two. He oh, that's my rookie with all those points. Yeah. He got you points one week, yeah. The type of injury is kind of a fluky handbrake, which is healed, so it shouldn't be like lingering effects or anything. Morse Claiborne went down last week. I am going to say your number two. Yeah. It would be Coleman. Yeah. Okay. And then, do we miss any other teams yet? No. Okay. Because you're not on Tampa anymore, Marv. All right. Uh, Steelers at Ravens. Is Big Ben back? Is he going to be back? Most things I'm hearing say no. But who knows with him? But we're we're thinking no. Or not we, but... The general public's thinking no. Well, this is always usually a hard-fought game. The AFC North's Close. pretty wide open, other than my Browns, of course. It really is. No really good team is really... Um, hmm. Holy shit. The, the Bengals could do nothing but tie last week. Seventh offense against Five. sixth defense, uh, Pitt, Pitt and Baltimore, respectively. 25th defense against 30th offense. Yeah. The same it's, thing I've been talking about. It's like, a toss-up, but I'm going to go... Such a weird thing. I'm going to go the offense... Go is better than an offense with Jones. Although he's he didn't play that bad against the Pats, right? He just, uh, for like a half at least, he was decent, right? Yeah, is Ben? If Ben is like we're sure right now that he's not starting, or we think right now that he's not starting, I'm probably gonna pick the Ravens. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm taking the Ravens. Fuck it. All right, I'm going Steelers. Go. Because I, I I think Landry Jones against Bill Belichick. Yeah, you're gonna be made. You're not going to look as good. Landry Jones actually has some burn with these guys. He's familiar with the offense. 
I think he could get it done against his weak uh, Ravens offense. I think they could put up enough points to, to get it done. All right, my favorite team, the Lions at the Vikings. Your favorite team, Marv, right? <laughs> Ugh, the Vikings. Jeez. Vikings have done a lot better at home. Of course, we talked about North Turner. I told you guys, Sam Bradford, designing. the real Sam Bradford, was going to show up eventually. He's shown up. They're still 5-2, and two, but their offense looks bad. They can't move the ball. They lost to the Bears, Jay Cutler. They gave up over 200 yards on the ground. Like You know, you would think that these guys would not get that done to them. This just amazing defense. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Weird game, and, and on offense for them as well. Other than just Bradford, their O-line's pretty shaky. Also, Howard was just available in my other league. Like, he got dropped this week. We had two bad. Well, he bad yeah, he had two well. bad weeks in a row, and and John Fox did nothing to you know make Tennis fantasy hand guys hand. feel too good about it. You um, even met Misters, you picked another running back. Yeah, I picked so. Kadeem Carey because he had out touched uh, Jordan Howard the past two weeks. So hmm. yeah, I'm 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 not mad. Does this mean you guys like the Lions at all in this game? No, ah, they have the they have the league's worst defense. Like nah. Yeah, yeah, Vikings at. I think I don't think at home they're gonna do what they did on the road last week and get gashed for a bunch of runs. Also, so, if they're gonna get gashed for a bunch of runs, like by whom? Theo Riddick, I don't know. He's yeah, not, right. He's more like a pass catcher. No way, no way. Yeah. If if they lose this game, they're, they're trouble in trouble. And they, like you said, they might not make the playoffs at that point. And Detroit is would be threatening to possibly make it. Yeah, this this division really is wide game open here, too. Really, even though it's not one I really want. Division watch. is wacky as hell. Vikings are five and two. Pack four and three. Lions four and four. Y'all the new NFC East. Yeah, yeah. That's, and that's NFC sad East. As I have to say that. <laughs> the NFC East like the new AFC North. Jets at Dolphins in an AFC East matchup. Jets three wins now, but they still don't look great. Had to mm. had to have a big comeback against the Browns to win last week. The Jets are pretty Dolphins bad. Were a bye last week? Were they? Yeah. 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 What happened the week before that? They won, right? Yep. They've won two in a row. They beat the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Right, that's right. Was that only two weeks ago? I think so. Yeah, it was. Okay, because then both the teams went on a bye. All no, right. they beat the Bills, and then uh, the week before that, they beat the Steelers. You're right. Yeah, the Jets are really bad. I think I'm going to take the Dolphins, even though, like, who the fuck watches Dolphins games? They're boring and bad. The Jets are real bad. Yeah, their defense is not. It's really not playing well. 29th ranked offense, 27th ranked defense. I'm and, going Jets. Okay. Jets. I'm going to go for Dolphins as well, so that's Jets Island for you there, Marv. All right. Not I'm the not best island to be on, but <laughs> I just don't like the Dolphins. Yeah, I know I'm Jet Jai looks about. really good or has the past couple weeks, but... Forte's been playing decent himself. Yeah. Jets. All right. Jags at KC, which is the last early game this week, so four, four o'clock games this week. Not too bad. Not too bad. I like that. Better red zone channel options, but to wrap it up, Jags at Chiefs. Chiefs have a lot of injuries going on. Well, what's going on with Alex Smith? So, Nick Foles is scheduled to play. Came out today. Scheduled uh, to start. Yep. Andy Reid said that uh, Alex Smith, even though he didn't suffer a concussion, is still under the protocol. Mm-hmm. And he's inactive for week nine. So, oh, Nick Foles. Yeah, he's inactive. Okay. And uh, Spencer Ware, who was in concussion protocol, I haven't heard anything, but. Um, you know, better plan you him for fans. If he doesn't play, they're looking. Is it looking like Shark Kendrick West as Jamal Charles is on IR? I should probably see if I can pick up Shark Kendrick in my <laughs> leagues there where I'm where. All right. Well, 
That being said, I still won't be taking the Jags on the road. Yet. No, God no. <laughs> and Foles looked competent enough when he played. Yeah, uh, he really did. Maybe it's the Andy Reid thing. He's done some of his best work as a backup on teams that Andy Reid yeah. has yeah. had. This is true. Dude, I, I've seen this put forth before that some, however, that sometimes uh, Nick Foles said the guys that are maybe they started whether they started their careers as starters or not, then became backups, or they're just kind of career backups. Sometimes when they're placed in the middle of games, they actually do pretty well. When they just weren't expecting to play, then their number gets called. Mm. Then they can struggle when they know all week that they're going to be starting this game. You know, right? Well, it's about what the defense has to plan for. Like if uh, you uh, throw yeah. a different type of pass, the defense can plan for them. That's got to be a big part of it. But also maybe just from a mental standpoint, mm-hmm. is there a risk of that here? I just don't like the Jags. Uh, the enough. Jags are bad. Yeah, that's like, why. That's why we have to go. Uh, go I can't. Here. I can't yeah. ever take the Jags. They're... If it was like Miami going into KC, maybe you'd be that like. Right. Mm, right. Right. I don't know. It's an in between team. Maybe it falls a little. All right. So let's pop over to four o'clock. You know what? Saints at Niners. I hate the Niners, and the Saints obviously won last week. Their offense looks good, but usually it's better. I, I you know, at home than on the road here the West Coast, I'm kind of not 100% on this one. Is there any hope for the Niners here, basically? No. Well, Carlos Hyde probably playing again, and we all know the Saints, how bad their defense is. So they may be able to put up some points, but the Niners are fucking bad, man. Like, if there's any team that could cure the Saints' road woes, it's probably the Niners. So uh, I'm going to go Saints. And, again, they're one of those teams – with the win, they'll be 4-4, four and four, and they'll be right there for the division again. So. All right, yeah. I have a nagging feeling that this is going to be a close game, but, yeah, I, I definitely don't want to set foot on Niners Island, so I'll go Saints as well. And staying in that division, the NFC South Panthers are at the L.A. Rams coming off the bye. A um, game that might be interesting that should not have been. No, indeed. Who? Let's see, for misters, I need a, a Ram again now. Let me think who would... Um, who should I be taking here? What are the Panthers giving up more uh, touchdowns over and through the air or on the ground? Through the um, well, they were giving up a lot of touchdowns through the air. Their corners are bad, and their pass rush wasn't firing last week. That was not the case, though. There's just no good, not good options to pick for the stupid Rams. Uh, I know how you feel. All right, Kenny Britt. I don't know Britt, but I am gonna take the Panthers on the road here in LA. <sighs> yeah, I guess I am too. The How Panthers. Do you guys, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, the Panthers are about a league average team somehow, and Cam is still an actual superhero. There's just no way that Case Keenum was beating him. Well, is he a superhero? Because that's what I was going to ask you guys about. How do you guys feel about his comments? You know, right. kind of crying to the referees. I feel like it's about, well documented. Uh, like, he's getting, you know, hurt and everything. There's that whole well, Sports Illustrated article. But I mean, it. if he was a superhero, he's not I mean, Superman. Literally, he feels pain. So. But it does seem like he is, even in the first game against the Broncos then last week, it does seem like people are getting away with some big hits on him that would be getting called for other people. Well, so the I difference between him and Brady is that he's actually running with the ball. If you're yeah. running with the ball, you are running Also back, the difference. Sure. These are hits where he is, like, he has dropped back three steps and is looking for targets, and he's getting hit late. Well, he's they go both ways. So he knee late. For instance, the, the hit against the Panthers, he was running for the t- for a touchdown. He put his head down running for a touchdown. You well, know, it comes with the territory. Also, I think it may be kind of a, a little factor of, to make like an NBA analogy, it's a little like Shaq didn't get mm-hmm. a lot of fouls called against him that he should have more big guys like that. Cam's just a huge guy. 
so people think he can take more. Unlike Brady or whatever, so people think he can take more. Yeah, when you hit him hard, he doesn't physically more wilt, than like so Russell he must be fine. Or yeah. So, yeah, I, I think that could be part of it. But on the Panthers-wise, Rams are hard to figure out. Who knows when they're going to win or not. The defense can sometimes step up. The Panthers, to me, this year, they've had a couple, two kind of games. Most of their games have been they've got down early and lost. Or when they win, even in the games they've won, they've let the team hang around. Even the Cards were making a bit of a comeback last week. They don't keep their foot on the gas. I think this is going to be an in-between game where they're not going to jump out to a big lead and then get let their foot up the gas. At the same time, I don't think they're going to get down a touchdown or two or anything like that. So a close game all the way to the end, I think, and then Cam wins it at the end. Yeah, yeah I can see that. Yeah, I'll take the Panthers just based off of them getting Jonathan Stewart back. I think that he really makes a huge difference for their offense. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. He gets it going for them. So I got the Panthers, and again, just like I stated with the Bucks and the Falcons, and, and the Saints, they win 3-5, and five, not so out of it, in that terrible yeah. division. All right. Titans at the Chargers, who are... Huh. This is yeah, tough. They lost for the Chargers this week, but it was a close game still, and they're looking pretty good. Titans won last uh, week on Thursday, but against the Jags. Half a win. Mm, yeah, I'm going to take the Chargers. Chargers at home? Yeah, which doesn't make that much difference. But the Titans, on their hand, I don't think they play as well on the road as they do at home this year, at least. And I, I just kind of like the Chargers now. I think they, they're still in it. I think I'm going to take the Chargers, too. Their defense is uh, pretty good somehow. Yeah, they sustained a lot of injuries this year, yeah. too. Also, I I don't know. I'm gonna pick Philip Rivers against a team like the Titans with that below average defense. It just why 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 test fate? Kind yeah. of. Yeah. I I want to buy into the Titans because I want them to win that division. I just want something. They probably still can even if they lose this. But game. yeah, I, I'm gonna go with the with the Chargers. Obviously, four teams out of the AFC West cannot make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. The Chargers are probably gonna be the one. But. Right. But hey, four, t- four teams from the division can be the Titans or any exactly. team from the NFC South. Exactly, so. exactly. All right. Colts at Packers to wrap up that uh, 4 o'clock hour. I'm taking the Packers, but I'm not, like, too enthused about it because I, I do think they'll win this game. But, you know, like you said, you're you're not uh, happy with them this year, Marv, so far. And there's yeah. There's a good reason for that. Yeah, there's no running game. It's, it's really... You know, it's becoming way too predictable. Um, as we saw in that Falcons game, they moved the ball a lot. But when Aaron Rodgers is your leading rusher... Who's this not... other guy they have running the ball now? Cal Rakowski or something? Rakowski, he's a fullback. Rakowski. Yeah. Okay. And they they released now. Davis just signed it. Just traded for him. They released him. So I, I'm picking Pack because I just think the Colts aren't good. The Colts aren't a good team. No, they're bad. So, you know, if we can't beat a team like this at home, then we have problems, uh, regardless of a running game or not. Who I'll choose to score a touchdown, I'm going to go Randall Cobb. Okay. Wasn't he banged up too, though? He's definitely going to play. Yeah, he was banged up. Uh, so was Ty Montgomery, who uh, seemed he, had, he was suffering from internal bleeding uh, based off of his sickle cell trait. Mm-hmm crazy came out of nowhere they would they just called it an illness all week and then uh on game day it came out that that's the reason why he didn't go so he just had a bruise and it wasn't clotting i'm not sure they're saying that they they're they're treating it as something they wanted to be precautious that you know sure. he probably could have played Cobb has a hamstring going on but i think he'll play you know two weeks resting why not okay and your other team the bears are on a bye so what you get a random touchdown score from a team that we're not already doing okay so let's see i'm gonna go with 
this is tough. I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Brandon Cooks on the Saints. Okay, Cooks. He's been cooking. And uh, just for the sake of argument here, if if the Colts were to win this game, Marv, how do you think they would do it against your Packers? What's the formula here? Well, the Colts, how they win games, period, is they just come back on everybody. Like, Andrew Luck, they, they're down big, and then Andrew Luck just airs it out, which you can probably do against the Packers because their secondary is all banged up. I expect them to score some points, but uh, I don't think they could get Frank Gore going, and I think that's why they'll lose. Uh, if they were to win, I think it would be they'll just have to air it out, and Andrew Luck has a superhuman day. Okay. And, yeah, obviously the pack corners aren't um, letting the world on fire, the ones that are healthy. All right. Got a pretty good one Sunday night, theoretically at least. Could be. Broncos at Raiders. I'm as yet undecided on this one. This is a tough one. I like point counterpoint here. Let's open that back up. Okay. Uh, who okay. went first last time? I believe it was uh, you, Mark. So, Eric, you take the road Broncos here. Why will they win? I'm going to take the road Broncos. Due to They will win due to the league's second most efficient defense. Their 24% most efficient teams move the ball 24% less on average per play against the Broncos than, and, than like the league average defense. So Oakland's offense is wonderful. They had a lot of great things going on. A lot of excellent targets for Derek Carr, who has really come of age. Not his brother. Not his brother at all. <laughs> that said, the Denver defense, especially based on that pass rush and one of the world's best corners, is going to be able to, if not stop, then at least stymie Oakland. Oakland's defense does not provide them the same cushion against Denver's mediocre offense. What, what do they got? The 21st ranked offense in the league. Oakland's defense is the 28th. They're near, nearly dead last. But for the Lions and I, Indy and some other team, go they. There's just no like. There's just no way they get out of this one alive. I think Denver's really hungry after being beaten by San Diego uh, when they feel like they maybe shouldn't have a couple weeks ago. They got their revenge on that game already, but they're especially the defense is rounding into form, um, and they've uh, they've got good old Seaman backs, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right, it's an interesting argument at the end there, saying that they want revenge on San Diego, <laughs> even though they got it already. They're no, they're, take just, it out on they're just hungrier now. We're, you we're know, I, I get your overall uh, vibe on that one. What about the ra- the home Raiders, Marv? Why will they be victorious here? So, I think we just need to stop doubting the Raiders. This is, I picked against them last week. They they're five and zero on the road, six and two overall. And they're, they seem like they're legit. This offense might be matchup proof at this point. Derek Carr looks amazing. 17 touchdowns, three picks. They got Latavius Murray back, which helps with their running game. Uh, the rookies didn't do a bad job, the two rookies that they had in there for him. But he's the main guy. He's, he's the guy that drives that running game. If there's any group of receivers that can maybe stack up to these set of uh, defensive backs, might be the Raiders. Michael Crabtree, I think he has seven touchdowns already. Like, the guy is a touchdown machine. Amari Cooper is doing his thing. He's uh, proven to be a great first-round pick. Has 700 total uh, receiving yards already. I just like their offense. I think it, could, it might be able to put up 20 points, even against his defense. And I don't know that Denver could put up 20 points. They mm. lost C.J. Anderson to IR. Booker got hurt early last week. They pulled it through against the Chargers, but... He got banged up. I don't know who their running back is at the moment. Maybe it still is Booker. Maybe he's good to go this week. They got someone else though. But uh, so. yeah, I'm just I, I'm not really a fan of of uh, the Broncos' offense, and I don't think they could keep up with the Raiders. Yeah. 
So my one skepticism with taking the Raiders here kind of touches on like the first thing you mentioned. The record is amazing on the road 5-0, and but if they're 6-2, and that means they lost two out of three games at home. They seem to be worse at home for some reason this year. I kind of could get that because like, it's a team that hasn't had a lot of success in a long time. Maybe in front of their home crowd, it's a little more tense sort of deal. Broncos have had their numbers, certainly, of the past decade. But the problem with taking the Broncos, which I kind of want to do, is that, yeah, offensively, they got not much going on. Can't trust Trevor Seaman. Can't trust his backup. Can't trust the run game. You know, even with a good quarterback, you know, Demarius Thomas kind of can disappear sometime. I really like the Raiders' offense. Um, I'm going to take them for the big statement game here. This would certainly be at winning on Sunday night. So even though I, I have a sneaking feeling they might blow it, I'm going to take Oakland. Do you guys want to stick with your assigned points or flip-flop them? I'm going to go ahead and full, uh, stick with Denver. Okay. Uh, they've got. I was actually arguing against myself when I made that <laughs> argument, but I'm going to go ahead and take that 10% you efficiency. You convinced yourself. Yeah, I'm going to take that 10% efficiency cushion in the uh, offense-to-defense matchup. Always about the numbers with you. All right, so are we putting him on Broncos Island, Marv? No, I'm going to go Denver as well. I liked my argument, but the two teams that have beaten the Raiders oh, man, at home... This is not what I want to happen at all. Two teams that have beaten the Raiders at home, the Chargers... Yeah, uh, the two. I'm, I'm sorry, the Chiefs beat them at home. So it, it wasn't the Chargers, so it no. wouldn't have been another division rival. Let's see, it was the Chiefs. Fuck, who did they lose to? It was their first the Falcons. Game, the, Falcons. the Falcons. Who are good offense. So those, those are two teams that are great, that are... That are you know, Both playoff contenders. The they're better than any, but they're better than any team that the Raiders have beat. Mm-hmm. Is my point. The Raiders have mm-hmm. beaten kind of you know middle middle of the pack to bad teams. Denver is an actual contender. That's why I got Denver. Oh man, I did not want to be on Raiders Island here, given my skepticism. But that's where I find myself. All right. Well, going into Monday, where I think we're all going to be on the same team. Once again, Eric, you stayed off the Highlands. Although technically last week you didn't stay off, but you had already. Pick the Thursday game. Other than the Thursday game, you did. I got some this bad week, nothing. I'm on Giants and Raiders Island. Marv's on Steelers and Jets Island. And it's Bills at Seahawks Monday night. I'm assuming none of us like the Bills, but maybe I'm wrong. And maybe, Eric, you do want to jump on Bills Island here just to, just to make it interesting. What do you say? No. <laughs> Not taking the bait, huh? I mean, Seahawks certainly offensively have struggled as they did again in New Orleans there. Well, and defensively struggled in that game, but... As far as the Bills go, uh, McCoy might play, and uh, Percy Harvin came out of retirement. That's how banged up they are yeah. at, at wide receiver. And you said it last week about the Bills, I believe it was you, Mark, saying yeah. that they really have no weapons to yeah. speak of and at this point. I, I told you they would get killed by the Pats. You believed in them a little more. I thought it would be a closer game. But and they got just, killed by the Pats. They just have. They don't have anybody. No. They they don't. It, maybe if they had someone, they could have kept up with the Patriots. But you know, that, that's really why I don't think they'll beat the Seahawks. I don't think it's because the Seahawks are that scary anymore. I, I I don't know. The Seahawks. Russell Wilson is really banged up. He's still playing, but I don't know if it's and doing them any good at this point. I mean, I'm going to root for the Bills in this game on a personal level. I don't, I don't like, like, I don't to like win, the Seahawks. But, <laughs> but, yeah. All right, so we all like the Seahawks. At least if McCoy is going to be back, it could be a little more interesting. I hope he is. Know. I hope he plays. That'll be something to look forward to. I mean, it, it might be another shit Monday night game, which, Probably you know, sucks. Man. But um, maybe they'll make it interesting. I don't know. The Seahawks don't score, so maybe it'll be a little interesting. Low-scoring game. Oh, by the way, I need to backtrack and take your Raiders to close up, Mister. Your Raiders touchdown score, Eric. 
I have to pick somebody to score. I just Crabtree. I don't. Okay. It's fine. Who didn't finally did not get in the end zone this week? Yeah, after weeks of me picking after Amari Cooper instead. So we'll be out of the end zone again this week. You heard it here. Sounds first. right. All right, so I like Beasley and Britt. You got Crab and Coleman. And you're on Cobb and Cook, so we all went straight alliteration for both of our Mr.'s picks here. We did that on Which purpose. makes sense, because Mr.'s mix-up is already that way. Exactly. All right, well, that's... Uh, I, th- I feel like we, we breezed through that one pretty quick this week, given our usual standard. But, Are you going to uh, win tonight? Buys. I'm going back to now baseball. Now we're going back to baseball. It's game seven. How do you feel? Are you guys winning? Oh, man. What do you think? My confidence level has been severely shaken. From I really thought we won game five and six. Not, obviously not both, but I was confident before both games. Especially game five, I just thought we'd wrap it up. I thought then you then in time. hindsight, it's like, all right, two out of three at Wrigley's great. But then you got to win game six, which we didn't do. Got hammered. I'm very, very nervous. Karmically and everything else-wise, I think it's not in our favor. But got to have faith in Kluber. Um, apparently, he has... People put the stats together. The third time he sees a team, he always does the best. Really? His ERA drops each time we see a team. Wow. Okay. And he's one of the best pitchers in the world. But Cubs have a great lineup and, you know, three times within a nine-day span. That could be yeah. These numbers were probably pulled throughout a season or whatever, right. or two multiple seasons, depending on the team. So, But either way, got fit. I mean, if as long as he can keep us in it for a while, then we get to the bullpen good you know Miller the bullpen is rested you haven't yeah yeah the good part of the bullpen that's played most of the playoffs didn't pitch yesterday so that should be awesome with sailing the bats have just have to get going we have to hit kyle hendricks you know no, that's that's the problem gotta get an early no lead. one has because even so, in game three yeah we won that game one nothing it was the no run wasn't scored off him exactly he hasn't given up a run i think since game i want to say game three of the dodgers series yeah he, he's just he's been lights out which scares me i i think Having him on the mound instead of having Arietta or Lester who can Lester who can't throw anyone out on the base pads. Arietta the same thing. I'd rather see Lester. And Arietta is a bit more erratic where he'll walk people. Yeah. I don't well, know. We struggled I think against him. I mean, we did make some contact off Hendricks, just left a lot of runners in scoring position on that game. Let's see. So really it wasn't as even though it was one nothing, it really could have been more. Right. Like, our Who offense looked better in that game. Cubs last night. Arietta. Arietta again, who's stymied us twice now. Yeah. So he won't be available to like. So it's all hands on deck. They're right, saying right, 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 right. If it's like if it goes to extras, God forbid. Right. And I'll probably be dead by that point. But <laughs> but if it does for you guys, you know I could see yeah, they'll throw Arietta back in for yeah. an inning or something. Yeah. They have I to. think if how how it'll if the Cubs do win, how it's gonna go is Hendricks, Lester, Chapman. Those are only three guys. And Chapman, mm-hmm. for some reason, got work yesterday. I don't really know why Joe Madden did that. So Joe Madden says, at that point, the Indians had two on with Lindor coming up, who might be their best hitter. So if yeah, I don't he, even think might be is the question. So mm-hmm. if he does, if he gets a hit or he gets a home run, cuts the lead to two, that's why he wanted Chapman and just to shut it, yeah, step on their neck, whatever. I guess, but... Um, it yeah. might prove to be costly. I mean, he only threw 20 pitches, but he looked like he uh, came up a little limp there when he put put him out at first. And, and then, um, then t- he had thrown, what, 40-plus the night before, so... Yeah. Well, two nights before, so two they nights had rest, before. but still. But I mean, the last two games... He's, he's not thrown, Andrew Miller. He's not used to throwing. Yeah, yeah. Like so the last two games, he's thrown over 60 pitches, so... Yeah. You, Basically, I don't want to make a prediction in this game. I really don't. Eric... Do you? But, I do. <laughs> but uh, what I was just going to say is, here's how it's going to... I think if whichever team gets their lead is going to get the win. Um, if the Tribe gets on the board first, 
one or two runs, I think they're gonna the pitching is gonna settle down and they're gonna win. If Kluber coughs up a couple of runs in the first three innings, the crowd's gonna get out of it except for the pro Cubs crowd that'll be there. It's gonna be tense and or you know the energy will be will be bad and I think they won't be able to come back from it. So. It really depends on his first couple of innings tonight. I agree. I agree. that I felt that's how game six uh, went. I felt that as soon as the Cubs went up 3 nothing, I knew it was over. It was going to seven. The Indians aren't a team that comes from behind. They're a team that plays well with the lead. Every game that they've gone into the sixth inning leading, they're undefeated this postseason. I think they're 7-0. and So, yeah, it's essential. If they don't get the lead early, the Cubs are going to win. With that said, I said if, it went, if the Indians allowed it to go to seven, the Cubs are going to win. That's just what I think at this point. Yeah, I I feel like Cleveland's about to blow a three one lead. Also, um sorry. If they chase your starter in two and a third innings again, you're what? You're, you're done. Yes. yes. I, I realize that. <laughs> Alright. Just making sure you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm rooting for the Indians though, man. I'm rooting for Cleveland. I want them right, to get well, it you done. Better be. Yeah. Alright. I guess unless you guys have anything else you want to talk about, that's pretty much gonna wrap up week nine picks. We need to pick uh quarterbacks for a tiebreaker, don't we? That's true. Did we even do a tiebreaker last week? I feel nah, like we, we didn't forgot, one. but it yeah, didn't, didn't matter didn't at that point. One. Yes, uh, we will need one this week. And Marv, you're in last again now, so you go first. Uh, I'm gonna pick <laughs> I'm gonna go Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan, that's words for me a couple times this year. Uh, since we're tied now on the weekly picks, Eric, but since I have the most recent win this week, you can go next. Okay, uh, I'm gonna take Rogers. Rogers? Yeah. Rogers. I was thinking about going AR, but. All right. Andy? Against Andy? Yeah. The quarterback the 60 times that too. I will select is Nick Foles. No, just kidding. Um, <laughs> Dex starting. Zach. Yeah, you know what? I know you're joking and whatever, you're but crazy, let me have man. Zach Prescott. Let me have What? He's it's good, the, but the Browns. he's not lighting nobody up. Well, he's, he hasn't played the Browns. He's about to be. <laughs> it doesn't matter because the Raiders and Giants are going to win, and this will be for, for nothing anyway. There you go. But all right. Uh, go trap tonight. Hopefully I'm here for week 10 picks. If not, no, I'll be here. You know, I still got my calves. I still got this podcast. Yeah, man. The it's like, what's that like out? meme that's like reasons to live and it's just pointing at nothing? I still have a couple, <laughs> but I still have a couple of uh, things listed on there. So you know, it's all good. We'll be back for week ten. Please stay subscribed to Brooklyn Rebound Podcast, and we're out of here. Peace. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again because a vision softly creeping. Left its seeds while I was sleeping And the vision that was planted in my brain Still